Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. With high gasoline prices, a pandemic, sickness, crime, road rage, and all kind of things that are happening right now, even believers are starting to give up, and some are oppressed and some are depressed, and many are even staying home and not going to church. I'm going to share messages with you that will encourage you to believe God's promises and help you to understand that we have a miracle-working God. No matter what you're going through today, no matter how big the problems are, God is able to help you through it. Stay tuned after today's message and we'll share with you how you can connect with us so that you can continue to grow in the things of God. Believe God and stretch your faith as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. But a close look reveals the mixture of conditions and problems suffered by different people. The leper was a broken, diseased, outcast man who fell down before the Lord Jesus and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. The centurion was an intercessor. He interceded on behalf of someone else, his servant. It's not for me, Lord. It's my servant. Don't you know you can intercede for somebody? You can pray for somebody else's healing, just not your own situation. You can call on God and say, God, my friend needs you. He said, Lord, I need help. Lord said, what kind of help you need? My servant is sick. I need help. My servant is sick and is about to die. The mother-in-law was too sick to ask for help. She was just laying there in a fever. Nobody asked for help. Jesus saw her when he went to Peter's house and said, this woman needs some help. You know, sometimes you can be so sick you can't even pray. You can be so sick you don't want to pray. You can be so sick you're not even in a condition to pray. But you still need some help. Now, the demon possessed, if you notice, that, that the leper came to Jesus the centurion came to Jesus. Jesus went to the mother-in-law, but every demon-possessed person was brought to Jesus. See, those bound up by demonic forces have to be brought by somebody else because the possessed don't usually seek out the Lord. Demon-possessed people don't like to come to church. Somebody have to bring them. Somebody have to drag them. Somebody have to say, you need to come to the Lord. Because on their own, they try to avoid the things where the power of God is in control. They can't stand the power of God. You see the one Jesus bumped into? He bumped into a couple of them that were just coming out the graveyard. And they, and they saw Jesus and said, hey, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. You ain't here to mess us up, are you? That's what they said. Or have you come to destroy us? Look what they said. Before the time. They said, we know that there's going to be a time that you, Jesus, is going to destroy every demonic force forever and throw us into the pit. But is this the time? Now, see, the demons know what's going to happen. But you got folk walking around acting like this thing ain't real. The demons said, I know what's going to happen. Is it time yet? In fact, they said, this is before the time, isn't it? You ain't supposed to be here messing with us. Jesus said, I'm going to mess with you anyway. Go. Loose this man and let him go. 
Then there was a raging storm where, where, where the disciples was on board and they got to a place. Now, these were fishermen. Peter was a fisherman. You know this storm had to be bad when a fisherman can't uh, believe the boat's going down. Somebody who's already been on that sea, somebody who was familiar with the winds and the waves. It wasn't like me. Every time I get on a boat and it goes one way, I'm thinking, hey, I'm finna get off of this thing. But this was a fisherman. When the fisherman saying, look like this thing is going to go down, that was a bad storm. But Jesus woke up and said, you know what? Let me just talk to this thing. Be still. They said, Lord, don't you care if we perish? Jesus said, wait a minute. And some of you are in that shape right now. And you're saying, Lord, do you even care about what's going on with me? Don't you care about what's happening in my life? Well, Jesus says, I care. Then there was the paralyzed man who had friends. With benefits. Four men carrying him. This text doesn't tell us. Mark tell us a little bit more about it. There were four men that carried this paralyzed man. And the crowds were so thick in the house where Jesus was preaching. People were not only in the house. They were outside looking in the door. And they were standing over each other. And they were so crowded all around the house. They couldn't even get in the door. They decided they'd go another route. They went on top of the house. Took the roof apart. And let the man down on a sheet in front of Jesus while he was preaching. This man needs some help. Everybody needs some friends, don't they? Everybody needs friends with benefits. Friends that will help you. Friends that will look out for you. And they put this paralyzed man down. He had friends. Then that was a woman that had an issue for 12 years. Over and over and over. See, she had this issue long before Jesus started preaching. And now this issue just meant that she, had a, she was hemorrhaging. With blood, but I want to say that some of you got issues, and ain't blood, it's some other stuff. And you've been having that issue, and you just can't seem to get rid of it. The Bible says she spent all of her money going to every doctor she could go to. And you know, the doctors don't mind taking your money, even though they're not going to give you something that's going to help you get rid of your, your issue. They'll take your money, and they'll tell you to come back in two weeks. Just so they can look at you. You ever been in there and, they, and you waited for uh, 30 minutes in the waiting room and then they put you in a little cubicle. You waited for 30 more minutes and the doctor came in and just looked at the chart and looked at you, took your temperature and said, are you looking okay? Come back in two weeks. They don't mind taking your money. She spent all that she had on every doctor, but she still wasn't well. And she said, you know, if I could just touch him, I could be made whole. She had an issue. That's a message for some of you that got issues. You need to touch him. Then there was a dead girl. She was a daughter of a ruler. There were two blind men that said, Lord, have mercy on us. And then there was a demon-possessed mute who couldn't talk. He was brought to Jesus as well. That were those people from their perspective. They've been brought to Jesus. They've got issues. They've got things going on around them. They've been brought to Jesus. But how did Jesus respond to each of them? And I want to look at that because there are some commonalities that we can draw from how Jesus responded. To the leper, we're told that Jesus reached out and touched the man. Jesus says, I'm willing, but he reached out and he touched him. There was a song we used to sing that says, he touched me. Oh, he touched me, and oh, what joy now fills my soul. Something happened, and now I know he touched me, 
and he made me whole. Somebody needed to get a touch today. Now, for the Roman centurion, he says, I, I will go and heal him. I'll go. To the Roman, he said, I'll go. He spoke. And then he said something else. Just as you believed it. And then he said, I've never seen such great faith. Somebody say great faith. Just as you believe, I've never seen great faith. For the mother-in-law, the Bible says he touched her hand and the fever left her. To the demon-possessed man, the Bible says he drove out the spirit with the word. He spoke to that demon and he drove him out with a, what? A word. To the raging storm, the Bible says he got up and rebuked the winds and the wave. He spoke to him again with the word. To the two demon-possessed men, he said to them, he spoke and said, go. To the paralyzed man, he saw their faith. He saw their faith and said, your sins are forgiven. Get up and go home. He spoke to him again. To the woman with the issue of blood, he said, your faith has healed you. To the dead girl, he went in and took the girl by the hand. He touched her and she got up. To the two blind men, the Bible said, he touched their eyes and said, according to your what? Faith. And to the demon-possessed mute, the demons were driven out again by the word. So when I look at how he worked these miracles, I can see that he did two things generally. He touched and he talked. He touched and he spoke. He touched the leper. He touched the mother-in-law. He touched the dead girl and the blind men. He touched them and they were healed. So, but he talked to two groups. He talked to the demons and he talked to those who have faith. He talked to the demons. The only thing in common with the ones he touched, faith is not mentioned. But all those that had faith, he talked. The demons he possessed, he spoke to the demons and drove them out. He said, I ain't got time to wrestle with you. And he just spoke to them. And typically he spoke one word, and that word was go. That word was be set free. Now, when you got to wrestle with a demon, you don't need to talk to him all night and have no conversation with him. So where did you come from? How long have you been in there? You don't need to do that. Just say go. If you have the power and authority, just say go. And you don't have no power. You might have to negotiate. So let's see. If, would you come out if I say the name of Jesus? Once you got the power and authority of the Holy Ghost, you just speak and say, go. And the demons know you whether you got authority or not. They know whether you got the power of the Holy Ghost in you or not. So don't try to drive out no demons if you got some in you. But they knew Jesus. And then he spoke to the Roman centurion. He said, you got great faith. He spoke to the storm, but even in the storm, he spoke to the storm, but he said to the disciples, oh, ye of little faith. He spoke to the paralyzed man, and he said to his friends, well, I, I see your faith. He spoke to the woman with the issue of blood and said, your faith has made you whole. Faith is 
key to the Lord and beginning to move on your behalf. You can have great faith or you can have little faith, but as long as you've got faith to come to the Lord, you've got to have faith to go to him. You're not going to ask him to do anything if you don't have the faith that he's able to do it. People don't ask because they're not considering and they're not considering because they don't have the faith. Faith is important. If you got issues, the first thing you have to know is that Jesus is the one that can take care of your problem. The people that came to him was looking to him, and the Roman centurion says, you don't have to come to my house. All you need to do is speak the word, and my servant will be healed. Jesus said, I haven't seen faith like that among the church folks. He said, folks have been coming to church all their lives. They don't have that kind of faith. You said, I don't even have to show up. Just speak the word. Well, I tell you what, go. She's already healed. When the woman touched him, Jesus said, wait a minute, something, I felt something go out of me. His disciples said, how all these people bumping into you? What do you mean you felt something? No, that was another kind of touch. That was another touch. That was a touch that says, I need a healing. That was a touch. That was virtue. Jesus said, virtue went out of me. I felt power go out of me into somebody. Thank you once again for listening to the Light of the World broadcast. You have been hearing messages that is encouraging you to believe God's promises. God is in the promise business, and whenever he makes a promise, he knows how to fulfill it. He is the miracle worker. He worked miracles yesterday, he worked miracles today, and he'll be working miracles tomorrow. Do you believe that God is able to do everything that he said he was going to do? If so, stretch your faith, no matter what your circumstances are right now, and believe God because he is able. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, just go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. The Light of the World Daily, Jerry G. Martin. And you can listen to today's message as well as previous messages that have aired on this station. You can also go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as the year is winding down and coming to a close, I invite you to be my guest at The Light of the World. Each Sunday at 10 o'clock a.m., we are in person, in service. We are experiencing and expecting the power of God to move every time we gather. Come and see what God is doing every Sunday, 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. I also want to remind you that we have the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. If you need communion supplies, Sunday school supplies, books, Bible, or study material, call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.